position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Welcome to episode number 312 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this Friday, October 16th, uh, 16.59 p.m. So just about 5 o'clock p.m. Left coast, coast of the most. Pacific time, crack engineer Ivor Molina. Over there in the booth, holding up the whiskey sign. That is a good idea, Ivor. How does it feel, uh, Ivor, to be seven years old? We all knew this feeling once before, but now we know it again. You're fired, Ivor. How does it feel to be seven years old and in need of a job for gainful employment? Back to the salt mines, you bastard. Um, that would, of course, make it for our sequel friends, 2020-10-16. Earlier this week, uh, oh, actually, yeah, no, it was last episode. It was 2020-10-10, which is crazy, because then at 2020 on 10-10, in 2020, it would be 2020, 10, 10, 2020. Um, you know, hours, minutes, you know, 8 o'clock, 8, 20 after 8. Anyway, but that was last week's episode. This week's episode is our 7-year birthday anniversary episode. Um, we're not making a, any sort of deal about it this, this time. Um, we just have a big show for you. Um, we want to uh, take a moment and express many, many, many thanks. Ivor, do not play the 10 years, guy. Don't do that. 10 years, God man! Damn it, you're fired! Where have you been Fuck. for 10 years? I want to thank all of our listeners, uh, new, old, past, present, etc. Um, you know, without you guys, there is no show. The show is for you. Um... And I, I, when I started uh, Best Links Games Podcast on 2014-10-19, that means that in three days, it will be seven years of Best Links Games Podcast. It's crazy. We'll be turning seven in three days. 
So this brings our sixth year, sixth year to a close in the midst of global pandemic. But uh, when I started this whole fucking thing, I never thought that I didn't think that it was going to last longer than you know maybe one more episode. Um, that's why we skipped like our fourth episode, the only week that we've ever skipped in seven years now, six years now. Because we're we're turning seven on the nineteenth. See, I get so confused, especially at the end of the year. Anyway, cheers, everybody. Um, We skipped one episode out of six years. And it was like our fourth episode, because it it was like right around Christmas or New Year's or Thanksgiving. Can't remember. And I was like, oh, fuck it. We'll just take take a break. You know, no one's listening anyway back then. Um, (laughs) And it kills me to this day, because if we had not taken that one break, I've done this show sick, I've done this show on the road, I've done this show really, really ill. I've done this show in the midst of personal tragedies. I've done this show um, in the midst of, you know, outbreaks, pandemics, endemics, uh, political catastrophes, um, and all while we watch democracy crumble and melt before our eyes as fascism extends its filthy, ugly, cryptic hand and turns our turns the United States into yet another kleptocracy um, and it kills me that if I hadn't skipped that one fucking episode I would be able to say the same way that TechSnap used to be able to say that we did them all in a row but no we did not do them all in a row we took one week off in our first like fucking under 20 episodes so yeah there's that alright so let's get straight to our top stories yes of course yes, Ivor you're fired by the way ah, drink 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 Years! Ten years! Hmm. Luckily, coincidental. God damn it, I will you play that one more time. I'm going to fire ten you. Years. Ten years! You're fine! Um, okay. <laughs> ten! Ten years! Uh, okay. So, straight to our top stories. Luckily, for um, this episode, we have um, just nothing but good news, uh, in all honesty. Um, but again, many thanks to all our listeners. So, first off, as uh, I love it when I can bring good news. It's great. It's like the best feeling on earth. Um, there's a game. This is it's still in our top stories. Uh, before we get to our new and noteworthy, we have a lot of new and noteworthy for you. There is a free game that you can play. It's not going to be free, but right now it has a closed beta. All you need to do though is go to their Steam store page and say, "Sign me up for the." closed beta and then it'll it'll appear like the next day ish maybe um in your steam library for free it is called proteus p-r-o-d-e-u-s and we're talking about the proteus playtest and if you go to the proteus store on the uh, uh, page on the steam store you just click on the sign me up for the closed beta at least this is what i did i did it like this Monday and on Tuesday I had the game in my library many thanks go out to Vigilant Viking um, for pointing this game out to me because it is really good it's what you get if you took Butcher the 8-bit carnage side-scrolling platformer um, abuse style madness of Butcher and the violent sensibility, the blood-drenched pixel trash sensibilities of Butcher and inserted it into Doom 2 you know, so you take those graphics, the pixel trash graphics, insert it into like a Doom 2 style game with Duke Nukem 3D level sophistication in terms of weapons and then Unreal Tournament 2K4 um, style of modern gameplay. It plays very much like a modern game. Um, lots of cool weapons, cool weapon designs, uh, all in this delicious, I mean, it is carnage based. Uh, first person shooter unashamed of all the gore, all the guts, all the glory and it comes out November, it goes into early access November 10th but this is for the uh, free open playtest beta thing hopefully by the time this airs it'll still be going on, I can't check it because I've already signed up for it I, I've beaten the first level. It's only two. It's only a two-level playtest, but it's free. And trust me, you're going to want to play it again and again and again. 
Um, November 10th, it comes into early access. I will be one of the first people to buy it. Uh, watch this space for further details. It is really good. It has a lot of potential. And when it goes into early access, it comes bundled with a fucking map and mod editor. Uh, I mean, it's very exciting stuff. Like once you once you play it, once you see it, you will understand. Um, maybe our video of the week this week will be of Proteus. If not, it will be of our feature, which we'll get to momentarily. But our feature this week is on Red Dead Redemption Two. Many thanks, squad, to uh, Splinter from the Discord for pointing this out to me last night. That um, well, we'll get to that when we get to it. Are you excited? Red Dead Redemption 2 on Linux? Yes, you are excited. You're pitiful little bad. So, oh, excuse me, without further ado, baste them with the new and noteworthy Ivor. You know, I see you recognize your power. Ten years! I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. So, our new and noteworthy this week, first of all, there's Partisans 1941. These are in no particular order, actually, because it doesn't matter. Partisans 1941 is like, um... Uh, it's a demi-isometric uh, third-person small tactical combat stealth World War II game that places you on the Russian front um, after escaping from a German prison camp. You're a Russian. Um, you're a Soviet. Well, you're not a Soviet yet. You're a Russian. You are not a Soviet yet. Um, and you mount a resistance. Uh, it It's very similar in... Uh, play mechanics to um god damn it Ivor you're fucking fired what was it god damn it to the company of heroes god damn it that's right company of heroes uh World War II tactical stealth real time um infiltration sabotage exfiltration um small team stuff uh it it's published by Daedalic, and I did buy it, but I haven't had time to play it, because you'll understand why once we get through half of this list. Um, it's, uh... I'm always... I hate Daedalic. I do not like any of their games. I don't think they've ever made a game that I like. Um, they, they must have, though. But anyway, Parsons 1941 right now is uh, $26.99 through October 21st, 10% off. Um... Give it a give it a look. If there's a lot of polish that went into this, that is, you know, extraordinary for Dedalek, in my opinion. I've only done like the first mission, but I was pretty impressed. It makes the list. It's new and noteworthy. So there you go. Game that was mentioned in previous episodes of this show over the last couple of weeks uh, as not working now works. It is Serious Sam Four the latest installment in the Serious Sam franchise of Blood, Guts, and ah! Boom! Um, I've only played, like, the first 20 minutes of it, but I, I have to tell you a couple... Uh, by the way, it's $39.99, those so you don't know about Serious Sam, just fucking go read up on it, like, you'll just look at the Wikipedia or whatever. I'm not gonna waste everyone else's time by describing what Serious Sam is. It's a first-person shooter, massive bullet hell carnage, blah. But there's something that's very um, notable about Serious Sam 4. It's $39.99, by the way. Serious Sam 4 starts you off. Your first play experience in the game is, for me, a historic moment in video gaming. Regardless of however else the game might I've only like spent 15 minutes in the game because it only just worked like as of two days ago um and you need to get Serious Sam 4 to work you need a Proton 5.9 GE 8 ST that's Glorious Agrol's 8th roll of the his Proton fork you need to have that installed you need to force it to run that and then it will run 
it's a little sketchy. Um, like sometimes it won't start, but most times it does. Sometimes it will crash. Like in, when I'm in the menus, like if I'm in the middle of a game and blah, it does not handle alt tabbing well at all. Um, all these are going into my Proton DB report later on, but there's, you know, forgetting the merits or demerits of Series Sam 4, which I am not qualified to discuss yet because I've only played 31 minutes of it. Um, it is a historic moment for me in video games because the first time you get to control Sam in Series Sam 4, this is right at the beginning of the game, you are facing the most enemy entities that I've ever seen rendered in a video game. Uh, interactable, interactable. There have, there has to be at least five to 15,000 of these enemies. It looks like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands stretching endlessly into an infinite horizon. And all these motherfuckers are shooting at you and you have this fucking giant chain gun with like evidently unlimited ammo and you're leading the attack and you're just chomping through dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of fucking bad guys. It is crazy at the game starts on that note, but it is, it does hold the record, at least in my personal experience with video gaming, the most enemy entities interactable, interactable um, on screen uh, rendered in a video game, not in full motion video, not in a cinema sequence, it is impressive uh, the game looks pretty good uh, plays really good when it's running alright um, we'll know more as over the coming weeks as I get more time to play it because it only uh, popped under my radar that it works earlier this week so that's Serious Sam 4, that's $39.99 um, up next, a game that's completely different from all the, one of these things is not like the other, it's called Arcade that's literally the name of the game it is 10% off now through October 21st it's $2.69 so if you miss this sale, don't feel bad it's only $3 Arcade is a is an insane, it builds itself as a mu- massive multiplayer game, but it's not it's an, in, I don't think it is I think that's a misnomer this game literally redefines what mental illness can look like in terms of uh, video game development it's like some sort of Adderall amped Ritalin fueled schizophrenic multicolored happy charm fest top down um, hyperbolic pretty candy colored explodey confusey uh, mashup of geometry wars asteroids and Robotron with lots and lots of messages. Anytime you kill anything, anytime you do anything, there's like a message that flashes flashes on the screen, most of which make no sense. Like sometimes it's like, bong! Uh, every time you complete a level, you only know that by saying, there's nothing here, next level. It's super fast, super frenetic. I've probably spent maybe per 10 minutes, three minutes it says. Felt like 10. Um, it's a crazy game though. And it's something that should be uh, experienced. If you like asteroids, if you like top-down shooters, if you like geometry wars, blah. There might be more to it than I am seeing here, but I think this is a very impassioned love child of a very disordered brain, and therefore I support it wholeheartedly! So that is Arcade. That's all it's called. A-R-C-A-D-E. Alpha, Romeo, Charlie, Alpha, Delta, Echo. Um, mm. Also, new this week, the sequel to my much-beloved Bomber Crew the happy World War II Lancaster uh, Battle of Britain uh, goofy at first, but serious later on, mouse-controlled bomber management game where death is very real, but the laughs last forever. 
as your cartoon characters burn inside of the stick of their fucking Lancaster and you're trying to set her down you have no navigator you can't find the airfield and we're on fire um and you put her down you only lose one guy and you're like fuck well they're out now with a sequel it is called Space Crew so it's like Faster Than Light meets Bomber Crew. That's what it looks like. Right now, it's 30% off at $13.99. There is no expiration date for when that sale um, expires, but the game's brand new. Uh, One-third of that 30%, I think, is the 10% off that's given to anyone who's bought Bomber Crew. But Space Crew, it's a whole new game. Um, one of my favorite uh, games of, of that we've ever covered, uh, Bomber Crew. So I, have, I haven't bought Space Crew yet and I haven't played it yet, but I will be picking it up when I have some more money, because as you can tell, it's been a very expensive week for for uh, your old friend Jack Burden here. Um, so that's, that's, uh, that's Space Crew. And then we have one deal for you this week, which we'll do now, and then we'll get to our feature. We'll be out of here in under 45 minutes. I swear to God, Ivor, don't you fucking laugh, you're fired! Holding up the whiskey side, so that means more whiskey. Um, one more game. It's in our deals, and this is uh, a great deal because it's free. Although it is an infinite runner slash rhythm game, and I hate infinite runners, and I really hate rhythm games. Um, this is not so much a rhythm game as it as it is an infinite runner that uh, can actually use your own music on your own file local file system. Uh, the Windows version of it actually has the ability to just load up a series of URLs from YouTube, but they had some problems transcoding it for Linux, and they went through through the trouble of adding in-game notice that that functionality is not present in the Linux version, which means they really care, which is good. It is a super awesome let's get stoned, listen to some of our music, you put your own music in the music folder, which I haven't tried yet, but I'm pretty sure it works. Everyone else says it works. Uh, it's called Vector. That would be, um, what is V? What the fuck is V in NATO Fanatic? God damn it. Victor? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Victor, Echo, uh, Charlie, uh, Tango, Echo, Romeo. Vector. E-R. Ends with an E-R. Um, it's a, uh, wireframe far-flung futuristic hyper hyper hyperactive happy neon ultra fast uh multi-dimensional psychotic retro old school far-flung cyberpunk futuristic custom music uh race runner with uh, jump and you can fly on the ceiling and you can hit power ups and glide and fly between all of these obstacles you hit anything you die uh, you also have guns there are enemies uh, and it is a great game to zone out to when you are high that is beyond contestion what what I really wish is that someone would finally get on the fucking ball and stop being so fucking lazy. I, by the way, Vector is very good and it's completely free. And the guy has said that he has a commitment to keeping it always free forever. I, which you know, that's kind of cool. Um, and it's a very high polished, very high quality game. But I don't know if anyone remembers this game for the PlayStation One. It was called uh, Crystal Method which had music by the band and we used to do a lot of drugs back when long, the statute of limitation, limitations has long since expired on my drug days but uh, literally I checked um, so I'm free to talk about it uh, we did tons of drugs and played this shooter that was called the crystal, I think it was called the crystal method um, and it was a hypnotic shooter that was like somewhere between Tempest and Descent 
but it was level based and psychedelic based and it was amazing and I wish that someone would would get on the ball and come up with a shooter like that again just remake that fucking game I should probably do it um Vector comes pretty close to that in a, in a bunch of ways but they they take the shortcut and make it an infinite runner um but once you transition through like your first level to the second level it's 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 impressive the game gets very difficult like all infinite runners um but you can tune the difficulty too at least they tell me you can uh which would be good because it, for me it's more of a uh, nice relaxing pseudo relax nothing is re- i don't relax i i relaxed one time in my entire life and it was on my 30th birthday i took a trip to la to go watch baseball and i didn't tell anybody and i didn't worry about anything i had filet mignon two times in one day once via room service once in the hotel restaurant i sat and listened to the dodgers game i had tickets for that game that night i sat on the patio chain smoked, worked in my diary and fucking, in my journal and fucking listened to the game on my iPhone via Wi-Fi while I made them bring me just booze and booze and I watched California Plaza it was great, that was the only time I've ever relaxed in my entire life before or since and it was crazy because I could feel the relaxation kicking in and I was like, fuck everybody this time you know, this is my 30th birthday, I'm only going to be 31 time, I'm not going to call anybody in LA, I'll call them when I get there, if they, I bought I had a bunch of money at the time so I bought like extra tickets for every because it was Mets were playing their three stand against the Dodgers, um, that it was the first time I got to see R.A. Dickey pitch actually, um and, uh, I saw Jansen actually, uh I think Jansen actually pitched he wasn't their catcher. He wasn't uh, the Dodgers catcher. He, he, I think he pitched. I think he, he came in. Mm. But it was R.A. Dickey's nas- National League debut, which was accidental, if I remember correctly. I can't... I, the details aren't straight. I was very drunk. But then when I got in, I called everybody who I knew in L.A. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I got tickets for the Dodger game. I'm going to be here for four days. You want to go? Great. If you don't, no fucking problem. Not going to be a problem. And I just fucking relaxed. It was amazing. And I got to see my good old friend Kevin out there. And then, uh, actually, I also got to see Anarchy. Ah, Anarchy. She's, I think she's married now. But, uh, anyway, so that was the one and only time that I ever relaxed. So I don't relax. But Vector, if you're into, like, relaxation, or if you're not into relaxation, if you're into stress testing your uh, reflexes and your enfeebled, drug-addled mind uh, and see how well it can handle an endless onslaught of dynamic, incredibly uh, incredibly uh, split-second programmatically generated onslaught of other uh, catastrophic dangers that will result in instant death, then Vector is for you, and it's free and it should get if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you know that I don't cover hardly ever any music games other than uh, Beat Hazard 1 and 2. Um, so this this game, it's a pretty high bar that I have for... I've only, I think I've only played like for 20 minutes. Let's see. Where is Vector? It's my Vector, Victor. Yeah, played 30 minutes of it. Which is a long time in that game, actually. Mm. But I didn't stop because I wanted to stop. I stopped because I had other things that were happening in life that had to be done. So, cool. That brings us to our feature. Ivor, based on with the feature, we're going to get out of here in under an hour. What do you think? Oh, my God. It's the Libyans. The Never going to let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. The Libyans. Our feature this week, yes, for our seven-year birthday, we turned seven this episode, that's amazing, is Red Dead Redemption 2, the much-beloved, highly-vaunted sequel to, I think, maybe the final game in the trilogy, uh, because it went Red Dead Revolver, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2, so this is the third, so it's a trilogy now. Um, This is the Old West... Uh, that 
many, many, many of us, especially those of us who played Red Dead Redemption 2 on either the uh, X-Bone or I think I beat it on the X-Bone. Uh, I love that game. That game was great. I have many problems with it. It's another Rockstar game. It follows the same Rockstar cookie cutter you know, blah, but the amount of detail that you get in the Old West that is presented in Red Dead Redemption 2 is intoxicating. If you are a fan of Deadwood, if you are a fan of Hell on Wheels, if you are a fan of the Old West, with old time of Billy Slater, cow punching the Old West, old time Billy Slater, no! Be the last of the wild horses. Quit giving me pee! Um... <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm teaching the meaning of the law. Old timer Billy Slater. Joey the lemur. Okay. Mm. If you're a big fan of any of those things, or if you caught any of those rapid fire references, um Red Dead Redemption 2 will fucking knock your balls up your asshole. Actually, you'll just knock them straight up into you. And if you don't have testicles, if you're if you're a girl person, you will find that you will have testicles. They will grow. They will be provided for you. So they can be knocked straight up your thorax and explode violently out of your mouth like glowing orbs of glorious death. Of course, this process does kill you instantly, but you will be amazed! The level of detail in terms of a period piece in Red Dead Redemption 2 is astonishing. It is set in 1899, and for those of you who haven't played uh, the other... The first game can be skipped. The second game cannot be skipped. And I have problems with Rockstar when it comes to these type of games, because they have very much... They've you know just applied their Grand Theft Auto formula to them and not the good Grand Theft Auto formula, not the San Andreas formula um, but like the cookie cutter formula like Grand Theft Auto 5 minus online to Red Dead Redemption 2 but it is a huge environment gives you complete freedom it feels like I'm I many thanks before I forget, go out to Splinter from the Discord, who last night posted Red Dead Redemption 2 should run on Linux now that uh, Proton uh, they pushed a new version of Proton last night. Let me see if I actually have it, if I'm configured to use it. I don't know if I am. Yeah. 5.13-1. Now, before you get all excited, there's one thing you need to know before you go buy this game and download it. And by the way, it takes longer to download, install, and run the game the first time, for the first time, on your system than it takes to install a full, new, modern Linux distribution on any system. Um, I'm not even joking. It took, because it's 110 gigabytes, and then uh, it has its own client that it has to configure which is a shit show, but here's the most important thing that I can tell you. You cannot enable cloud saves. Though Eventually there'll be a box that'll pop up that says, do you want to enable cloud saves? So before you get into the game, if you select yes, you will have to uninstall and then manually delete the Red Dead Redemption folder along with, you know, everything. You'll have to uninstall it via the Steam client, then you'll have to uninstall like its its uh, remnants manually from your file system, and then you'll have to download all 115 gigabytes again, um, and then have to do the whole dance all over again, and then select no, I do not want cloud saves. Does not work on Linux with cloud saves. I've tested everything else, including multiplayer, which I haven't gotten into into multiplayer by virtue of the fact that like the first 45 minutes of multiplayer are like you creating your character and then doing a bunch of scripted stuff so I don't know if multiplayer is actually broken or not but I know that the game runs fine the game is not crashed, has no stability issues, no alt tabbing issues, you just cannot enable cloud saves so 
this is going to be spoiler free. This is not a review. I, I but I played it for six fucking hours last night. I finally got to start running at uh, around eight forty-five, and I got sick around eleven ish. I had some bad granola yesterday. I was throwing up all night. Um, I think it was around eleven. I don't know. I was it was kind of high at that point as well. Um, but then I ended up playing it for another four fucking hours till like fucking four thirty in the morning. It is really good. You take on the role of Arthur Morgan, um, who is mentioned in the previous game and stuff. Uh, it is eighteen ninety nine. The old west is not the old west anymore. Civilization is encroached on it, and you and Dutch and his band of murderous fucking land pirates, thieves, uh, robbers, bank robbers, assassins, brigands, uh, cowboys, uh, women, racketeering, thugs, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, find themselves beset on all sides they want to go back out west but they're being driven east by the law they're being driven back towards civilization all the while the proceeds from their last score remain unclaimed yet hidden somewhere in the bayou uh and so the task at hand is to reorganize the gang, escape the law, set up camp, get money to fund the expedition, plot and plan and scheme and outrun the law and other gangs and other all sorts of other shit to reclaim the treasure that, you know, you guys robbed fair and square in the first place. And in order to accomplish this, Arthur Morgan is more than willing to do whatever the fuck you tell him to do. Be it murder innocent civilians or go hunting. Be it, uh, let the, let, let these hostages go or to shoot them where they stand. Put them on the train and crash the train. Let them run away and crash the train. Crash the train into the... You know, whatever you want to do, you can do. And the real magic of this game, if you know your history, this game knows its history. Level of detail in this game is astonishing. One of my favorite things, and one of the most magical moments in the game that I've experienced so far, I'm finally in the free roam portion of the game so it's just like Grand Theft Auto but with camp management you can do camp chores that uh, help upgrade the camp and stuff and you can donate to the camp that you know basically makes everyone's lives better Um, and you can do all manner of side missions or you can just fucking get on your horse and ride go wherever the fuck you want find a general store rob the general store i'm sure you can do that eliminates the possibility for repeat business find a horse oh you can steal the horse oh well if there's a witness and you got some problems uh go you know rent a room take a bath uh etc 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 if you don't let if you don't hitch your horse to a hitching post and you go get that bath in a hotel room and you pay the uh, lady some uh, 50 cents to come and do the scrubbing for you uh, and you retire for the evening and you didn't hitch your your horse to the post, well you got a long walk the next day because your horse will not come to you from across the world until you bonded with it uh, blah, the environments are gorgeous, the environmental effects which begin in a fucking blizzard and the cold you can feel through the screen lasts for the first like several hours of the game, three hours of the game, and it is majestic zero visibility at night, it's awesome Mm. there's lots of meandering to do even during the missions, because you're all on horses So one of the nice things that if you're playing like a story mission or a mission with some structure that, uh, like where you have to follow somebody, if you just hold down the A button on your horse, you'll follow the lead horse, and then you can go into cinematic mode, which I don't like because I got gang-fucked by wolves the first time I did it, but we'll 
probably be a comfort to uh, people who might find uh, some of the interstitial non-action kind of boring as you traverse from place to place, which if you're going to find that boring, then you need to you're insane because life is everywhere and interactions with other NPC with NPCs are crucial including strangers like if you're riding back into town, there are many towns there's like all sorts of shit I'm only at the first town though um, like if you're riding back into town after hunting and you got like you know um, some, because I, I only do bow hunting because it's best uh, trying to buy a new outfit really um you take the oh it shows you skinning things now finally which is great and th- it's very realistic for the most part uh but like if you're riding into town and you're getting ready to sell all your shit and there's like one guy on the path in front of you on a horse if you ride up to him at full speed he's going to be pissed you have to target him with a left trigger and then decide what to do with him. I mean, you don't have to do this, but this is like good practice because you get information from NPCs and you improve your standing, your honor in a community by doing things that help the community instead of hurt the community. So if you're an asshole, you can just shoot this guy or rob him or do whatever or jank him, you know, gank his horse or whatever. Or he can get pissed at you if you accidentally nudge him. Like if you're running in the street, you have to be careful of like you know, blah, and you want to greet people that you meet. You want to look normal, not like a gang of rebellious fucking cutthroats and outlaws who are running whores through their town amongst other licit and illicit activities. Um, so all of this combines in this very realistic uh, feeling simulation of the Old West that is like the hardest period of the old west cuz you know it's like it's like uh, the fall of rome or the birth of jazz who invented jazz well you know it's a, it's a conglomerate a polyglot the stews a confluence of complex events closing a storyville you, you know that's that created the great jazz diaspora and that brought in barrelhouse blues and the logging camps and etc as musicians left the crescent city um due to a law passed by the White League motherfuckers to close down Storyville and all the musicians and all the whorehouses had to leave New Orleans and they went across the country many settled in Chicago, others went to logging camps, Barrel House and some went to New York, Jelly Roll Morton etc, etc, etc Fall of Rome well, when in those 150 years do you really want to say was the Fall of Rome? Was it when the Visigoths were at the gates? Well, they were at the gates the whole time, more or less. Was it the expansion of the hegemony? Was it was it the leadership? The same is true for the end of the Old West. This is 1899. And so you have the railroad everywhere. You have civilization everywhere. There still is land far out west. But I mean, Nevada's a state, for fuck's sake, by this point. Um, there's rule of law everywhere. Mm. And federales everywhere. But there's still enough small towns to, you know, gank your way through under under the radar. Uh, and that's what you, you're doing in this game. And it's phenomenal. The voice acting is spectacular. The costumes, the clothing, the um, lifestyle, the uh, the way your health is managed is pretty cool. Um, you have like these stamina, you have these cores. You have a health core, a stamina core. Your horse has similar cores. Then you have a meter that surrounds these little circles that represent your core. When your meter is empty, your core starts to take damage and that takes a long time to replenish. Um, so like if you're starving in the snow and you try to run up a hill in knee-deep snow, it's going to drain your stamina meter really fast. You can replenish it by taking a pause for the cause and eating some canned peaches or some jerky or whatever. Um, But if you don't, it'll start to drain your core and eventually you'll die. Um, Same thing with, you know, pulling a bow. And you have skills and stuff that you learn from other NPCs. Uh, 
but basically you know how to do most everything Bloss like what I like to do now is hunting I'm, I've been hunting a lot of stuff uh, with a bow because then you get perfect skins if you're if you're right if you're right on with your shot um and then you get meat too and you can sell the meat to the butcher the skin to the butcher and you can go to the general store and you can buy a new pair of pants shit like this um you know there's a mission early on where you're where you guys decide to go into town for the first time from your bandit camp uh erstwhile bandit camp and you run whores in the town so you manage the whores you bring three girls with you you have to get all three girls back and stuff like that and handle the situations in between which can go spiral completely out of control yesterday I got confused and I got on the wrong horse and there this is midday and there's a guy standing right there goes to see the sheriff who is like 50 feet away reports me as a horse thief I'm now a wanted horse thief I ended up killing myself by throwing myself off of a ridge trying to flee the law um, but like I'm also hunting I'm also a bounty hunter um, and there's all these great characters and stuff but one of my favorite things and I'll close on this and then you know I'll see you next week uh, one of my favorite things is Arthur Morgan keeps a journal and he a lot of it he speaks out loud uh, during some cutscenes during the cinematic non-interactive cutscenes but there's not too many of those most of the game is spent with you actually in control of Arthur Morgan which is which is good mm. but uh, you can actually open his journal and in this totally authentic frontier style journal that is like the handbound books that I make bears such resemblance it's really cool you can actually turn the pages and read his handwriting and see his sketches if you want to or if you're not into um, keeping a journal or you know the fascination with the old west end or bookmaking of the turn of, turn of the previous century um, I'm a master bookbinder by the way like I bound over 300 books do bookbinding restoration etc um, I've designed, I have successful series of uh, codexes, codices that I've designed myself uh, that are the finest journal that you'll ever own, in all honesty. I'm just saying, I've been doing it for fucking 15 years now. 12 years. Uh, longer than that. 15 years now. Probably. Um, you can actually, when you're looking at the page, you can press a button and it'll bring up just a straight up text uh, transcription of the notes but it's more fun to read the actual notes themselves especially at the beginning when you're trying to get a sense of what's happened and when are we in the rest of the games there's the, the games interlink so I'm not going to tell you too much uh, I'm not going to tell you anything else about them because you probably need to beat Red Dead Redemption before you play this game um, it's really good look watch this space for a review in the coming weeks because if I keep playing it at this clip, I will be ready to review it by Monday. Um, you know, if I do six hours a day, it's got to be ready. Technically, I'd be ready to review it on Monday, but it'll probably be a couple of weeks before my full review because I want to beat the game before I review it. Uh, I, I have yet to be disappointed by this Rockstar game. I know I will be, and I'm not even kidding. Because I was very disappointed with uh, the way its predecessor turned out. But for now, it is complete and total majestic illusion of free will inside of a period piece, the likes of which, you know, we will probably never see. Well, we, we might, because artificial intelligence will be able to do it for us but you're not going to see another game like this made by human beings probably uh, in our lifetimes uh, and that's that's presuming that we all live to be 130 like we all deserve to live and not the fact that we have three weeks to the most 
consequential election in American history, not just a modern American history, but American history, after which there will be chaos and blood, I'm pretty sure. So if you're if your appetite for chaos and blood is not being satisfi- satisfied by real life or if you need a distraction from these troubled times, Red Dead Redemption 2, which is 60 bucks for the vanilla version, which is what I got, goes up to $100 for the ultimate version. Fuck you, Rockstar. That's charging you for the same game twice as hard. Uh, check it out. I also had a lot of fun with the uh, online character creation. No expense was spared, no detail left unpolished. And it runs pretty well on uh, on Linux, so check it out. That does our seven year our seven seven year anniversary episode cheers again thank you to all of our listeners who have made this show um whatever it is (laughs) and uh stay safe and sane out there and uh I will see you next week yeehaw ten ten years ten years ten ten years ten years four or five times a good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try. Four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy, yaddy, oh. Four or five times. We're going to have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy, yaddy. Four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. Yellow is the color. Gambling is the game. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.